Hello, Diz After Dark listeners. It's Nick. And um, we've just finished recording uh, one of our special Patreon-only episodes of Diz After Dark. So um, we do a few of these a year, and these only go out to uh, the supporters that we have on Patreon. So the only place to listen to them is via our, our website on Patreon. So um, I'm really proud of this episode. Uh, it's me, P-Dubs, and Mr. D, and I just wanted to do an episode about us and about how we got into Disney, um, like the first times uh, we, we did various Disney things. And, um, you know, we just kind of shared our, our experiences and what led us to get into podcasting. So I just thought I'd, I'd share with you a, a brief clip from the episode uh, and we hope you enjoy. Mr. D. Well, there's a couple of similarities there to to Paul's story because my first park was actually Disneyland in California as you know so it was a California park as well and it was I think it was the day after Boxing Day because I think we drove I was working in Utah at the time and we drove from Utah to Los Angeles on Boxing Day and the next day we went into the Disneyland park and I can remember we because I'd gone with somebody who'd who'd been there before, and so we ran to the back of the park, and our first ride was Space Mountain, and uh, it was, I think it was very much like the Florida Magic Kingdom version of Space Mountain then, I think. Um, it's a little bit hazy now, but uh, we spent the whole day in the park, the only time we came out was we got the monorail to the Disneyland Hotel to get something to eat, and then went back in again. And we were there from park opening to park closing, and we stayed in a little motel, which was on the edge of this huge car park, which is now, uh, you know, the sort of Disney Village, downtown Disney area. Oh, right. But then it was a huge car park. Um, so that was our first, that was my first theme park, and it was my first Disney park, and I, a bit like Paul, I was hooked right away. I mean, I, I just was blown away by just the quality of the place, you know, just the, the details, the the shows. It wasn't just about rides, the parades, you know, that we saw Fantasmic. It, it was a fairly new, fairly new show then. So this was this was Christmas '92, almost '93. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah, so Fantasmic was. It was probably only months. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very new. And Toontown, yeah. I think Toontown had either just opened or it was in soft opening. <laughs> was um, it still Mickey Mouse's birthday town? No, I think it was. I think it was just switching to Toontown, Paul. Um. So yeah, just amazed by it. And the next day, then we went to uh, Universal Hollywood and spent the day there. And it was good, really enjoyed it, but still, for me, Disney was the thing. And, you know, uh, a couple of months later, I took my wife and then young daughter, because she was only about 18 months, we went back for a trip and took them to to Disneyland. And we decided there and then that we were going to go to Florida. And it was, it was probably five years later before we had a second kid. And she was a bit older that we, we went to Florida. That was 98. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were just hooked on. I just thought, wow, this is this is something that you just couldn't get anywhere else. And I think that's I think that's still true. Universal is 
he's as good in some areas, but I don't really think anything else comes comes close. It's uh, I find it really funny when people, especially in the UK, um, talk about how expensive Disneyland Paris is, mm. because whilst a lot of Brits obviously go over to Orlando and uh, and that, obviously Disneyland Paris is is, is quite close. People of often think about driving there or uh you know flying there because it's it's uh closer and people complain about how much a day ticket is to go there compared to going to alton towers or, or chessington or thorpe park or uh you know blackpool pleasure beach or somewhere like that but the thing is like all of those places are theme parks they're called theme parks but none of them are themed like disney when you walk into a Disney park, you are completely immersed. Mm-hmm. Completely immersed. Like the, everything to the finite detail has been created in such a way. When you go to a normal theme park, we went to Legoland last year, and Legoland was just a like massive field. Well, it used to be a safari park, but. You know what I mean? But, you know, it was just a massive area with rides in it. You know, the ride entrance would have a theme, the, the ride building would have a theme. But to get you from A to B, there was no real theme. Yeah. You know, it was just it was just stuff plonked everywhere. And, you know, Disney have this, this knack of, you know, being creative and making you feel... You know, when you walk into Fantasyland, you are in Fantasyland. When you walk into... Discoveryland or um, Tomorrowland, you know, you are suddenly taken to a different place. Most theme parks do not have that level of theming. And so, yeah, they might be a bit more expensive, but that's because you don't get the same experience. I'm not saying, like, the rides aren't as good. Some of the rides at those theme parks are, you know, people would argue better than ones at Disney parks. But I'm talking from a pure, you know completely sensual experience Disney knock it out of the park every time mm. I think oh yeah yeah, yeah I mean it, you know it's, it is more than just the raisin it's the you know the fireworks at night shows and even some of the live uh, things and then just the cast members as well mm. so things like the little vehicles up Main Street and the, the railway um, you know the just sort of stupid things like uh, what do you call them, Huckleberry Finn rafts and and things like that. Just getting from A to B is themed as well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to beat. Funnily enough, I think somewhere I've still got the ticket, and it was it was just under twenty dollars for a day ticket wow. to buy on the gate back in almost, almost nineteen ninety nine. It was. Yes, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Yep, bit of inflation there. Gone up a little bit since then. Just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mine, I I know I've talked about before, uh, but my first trip was Disneyland Paris in 1992. So I was there, um, opened in April, didn't it? So I was there three months after it opened, there or thereabouts. Um, And I I was taken there for my ninth birthday, and I remember seeing that live two-hour extravaganza they they put on the tv all over the world and uh, i had no idea i was going at that point 
uh, I was told that I would go one day, but I had no idea when it would be. Um, I just remember watching it and thinking, my God, this looks amazing. And it was the first time I'd ever seen a Disney park. I mean, there was a lot of hype um, when they were building Euro Disney. Um, for, like, you know, for the years leading up to it. Um, so I was, I was aware of it, but I had no idea what it was. And I'd never been to any kind of theme park at that point either. So I had no idea what to expect. And watching that kind of two hour, uh, it was a two hour commercial, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Mm, there was yeah. another way of looking at it. <laughs> and it's exactly what they do now with like the Christmas specials in the States. Yeah. That's, that's basically what it is. is a, an advert. Yeah. Um, but it, it blew my mind. And, um, I remember going there and just, walking through that entrance for the first time um in Disneyland Paris you've got like the the train and you walk underneath the train station and then you're in Main Street and I remember just walking under there for the first time and seeing that castle kind of unfold and I just couldn't believe what I was seeing even though I'd seen it on TV just seeing it in real life was just just amazing um I mean, my day then got ruined because the first two rides I went on was uh, Snow White and Pinocchio. And both of them terrified me. Um, luckily, things got better after that. But they, that wasn't the first, the, the best rides to go on for the first time, not knowing what was going to be on them. Um, Traumatised. Well, you know, let's be honest, Snow White, how scary is that going to be? Yeah, it turned mm. out pretty scary for a nine-year-old. Um, Peter Pan made up for it, though. Um and, you know, and at that age, even like It's a Small World didn't bother me because I'd never heard the song before. It's only after the repeated visits that it really, uh, really affects you. Um, but I just remember just, just being completely amazed. And I think we was there, I think we was there for probably about four days, maybe five days. And at that, you know, at that time, there was only Euro Disney. And on top of that, you know, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't built yet or open. So, you know, there wasn't a Space Mountain, um there wasn't the Indiana Jones attraction at the back or anything like that. So there wasn't a huge amount to do really. Um, but I think because we went in the summer, it was a good time, good amount of time because we got to do everything we wanted to. And some other rides we was able to go on twice, but because it was so busy, we didn't get to, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't feel like we, we were, we'd run out of stuff to do, you know? Um, yeah. but I just remember like as well, cause it was so busy. And then like the next year, um, reading in the papers about, you know, it was in financial trouble. And I was like, how can that be? Um, just couldn't fathom it, but it's because I went at the, the busiest time of the year, you know, and obviously the rest of the time it, it, it didn't, it didn't do that. But, um, yeah, I, I just, it, it just amazed me. And, you know, not long after that, I come back and, we went to Alton Towers and a little bit after that we went to Chessington, but they just didn't have that magic. So I hope you enjoyed that taster. Um, if you want to hear the whole episode, it's about an hour and a half in total. Um, you can only listen to it if you're one of our Patreons. So if this has inspired you, if you want to hear the whole episode and the previous episodes that we've released to our Patreon only listeners, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash Diz After Dark. And if you subscribe to us there, um, we will give you access to those episodes. So um, thank you for your support.